Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the Mindset Matters podcast. Today in episode three, we're talking about rewards and why Dairy Queen matters. Let's get it. Welcome back, everybody. Man, I am excited about this podcast. I'll tell you what, we're getting great reviews. We're excited about your feedback, and we're excited about a lot of things that are going on here. But I wanted to just, uh, before we move on to talking a little bit about how the great ones reward themselves, I just wanted to do a little bit of a review. Obviously, in episode number two, we talked about seven minutes of pure, unadulterated guts. And I challenged you in the last episode to practice seven minutes of pure, unadulterated guts. I'm interested to see how it went. I want to hear back from you. I had somebody tweet out to me that they asked out that girl that they've been hoping to ask out, and she said yes. Some of you reached out to me about different scenarios that have taken place, but I want to hear from you. So go ahead. Feel free to reach out to me. You can email me at Riley at HeadstrongConsulting.com or reach out to me via Twitter at Riley Jensen. That's at R-I-L-E-Y. J-E-N-S-E-N. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. But back to today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about how the great ones reward themselves. And it's true. The great ones understand the value of the process. And what they do is they, they actually reward themselves for paying attention to the process or practicing with intention, intentional practice. Now, the, the where I got this from is is from one of the pioneers, I feel, one of the legends of the sports psychology field. His name is Dr. Keith Henschen. Um, he's been the sports psychology consultant for the Utah Jazz for over 33 years. He started um, the program that I graduated from at the University of Utah. And he's just, he's just a fantastic mind. And, you know, he tells a little bit of a story about when he was young, a young man, and, and a side note that a lot of people don't know about Dr. Henshin is that he played basketball at Ball State. He played against Jerry Sloan, and uh, they actually um, talked quite a bit about their playing days uh, when he was, uh, when Jerry Sloan was coaching with the Utah Jazz. But one of the things that Dr. Henshin talks about, and he's just, he's just a fantastic mind, but he talked about as he was growing up as a young boy, and he was trying to build his skills in basketball, he learned how to reward himself. And his favorite drink was a Pepsi. And he used to go to his Pepsi, or he used to go to his fridge, and he would grab a Pepsi, and he would take it out, and he would set it underneath the basketball standard uh, before he he had a workout. And one of the things that was kind of cool about his workouts is that he learned at a young age that intentional practice or deliberate practice was super important. And so He's not a big guy on goal setting. He's not huge on setting um, what you call you call it outcome goals. He's he's big on the process, and so he said, "Look, I wanted to make sure that I was practicing deliberately, that this deliberate practice of perfect practice was happening each time I went out to practice." And so he set a goal with himself: "Look, if I shoot all of these shots today, and I shoot them deliberately, and I shoot them properly." Then I get to drink the Pepsi at the end of my at the end of my workout. If I don't, and if I'm not focused, and if all I'm out here is just shooting and messing around, 
then I have to pick up my Pepsi and I have to take it back and I have to put it in my fridge. Well, I love the imagery. And this this is interesting because, you know, a lot of sports psychology has to do with positivity and thinking positively. But what I loved was the resilient moment where you had to admit to yourself, you had to be aware enough with yourself to admit that you did not practice correctly that day. And he had to go and he had to take the Pepsi can. He had to literally put it back in his fridge and save it for the next practice because he knew he hadn't practiced in the in the correct way. I think that's an incredibly resilient moment. To me, that's being able to put off good for great. It's realizing that, hey, that effort that I made today wasn't good enough. So I'm going to try again tomorrow. And, you know, there's, there's lots of books talking about different things, about resilience, about grit. Uh, Angela Duckworth has a great book that I'd recommend to anyone called Grit. And she talks about in there that the most successful people in both the Army and in different studies that have happened all the way across the country are people that are able to put off something good for great. And that is the grit scale. That's basically how you measure resilience. If I put a donut in front of you and I say, hey, look, you can have this donut now and you can have it if you want, or if you wait 10 minutes, I'll give you donuts for the rest of this month every single day. I'll give you a dozen donuts. And you can't hold off for 10 minutes, then you're not very resilient. And they've done tests that are similar. They did it with uh, marshmallows. There's a famous marshmallow test that talks about eight-year-old kids and how some of them could hold off for 10 minutes and not eat a marshmallow and that the ones that could hold off were actually the most resilient and most successful in life after a certain amount of measurement and those sorts of things. But I'm getting in the weeds a little bit on, on that story, but I love the thought and I love the imagery of understanding that when you practice well, when you give 100% effort, when you give everything that you've got into a practice, there needs to be some sort of reward. There needs to be something that says, hey, let's take a break here for a minute and enjoy the fact that I gave a good effort today. I love that story. And I think there's a similar story, and I can't remember which book Steve Young talks about um, this particular story. It is either in My Life Behind the Spiral or a, a few other books that he's written. But I love the fact that he talked about when he was a young boy that if he dropped eight fly balls one day and then he only dropped seven the next, that it was grounds for Dairy Queen. And I, I think that's really funny. And, and I, you know, obviously – you don't want to have eight fly balls that you drop in a game or seven the next day. You want to be a little bit better than that. But the truth is, is improvement is taking place. Effort is taking place. You're getting better than you were the day before. And I think that's the important part about this podcast today. Put your signature on every single performance that you make. Get a little bit better than you were the day before. Be better during this rep than you were the rep before. Be better this practice than you were the practice before. Be better today than you were yesterday. Be better this week than you were last week. And be better this month than you were last month. And really, in a lot of ways, that sort of improvement is the definition of happiness in this life. Look, I want to hear what you guys have to say. I want to hear what your thoughts are. Go ahead and, and, and email me. I mentioned my email earlier, Riley at headstrongconsulting.com. Or you can reach out to me via Twitter, at Riley Jensen. I'm looking forward to episode number four. In episode four, we're going to talk about mat time. 
and how it's important to get up and get off the mat.